but we'll keep it light today. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, I'm cool. Too tired. All right. Good morning, folks. Welcome back to the Dead Man's Coffee Club. It is 4:30 exactly, Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we're back for episode number trace. Good morning, dude. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, and you're about to go to work, huh? Uh, eventually, yeah. Uh, but this is the last work day of the week, so um, it'll be all right. <laughs> I made it through four. I can make it through five. We gonna be all right. <sighs> so how you been, man? Let's just chop it up. Good, good. Uh, so, yeah, outside of, of work, um, one thing that I've been um, really doing is trying to, I guess, reclaim kind of a sense of, uh, of activity in my life, uh, consistent activity. Uh, something that I was briefly sharing with you uh, before, you know, when I look at my kind of relationship with uh, sport and movement and just being active in general, like I, I often have to kind of like revisit why I started in the first place. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of something I've been doing uh, this week is really just trying to revisit that that why yeah so that I can kind of get a better grasp on how to move forward and and how to uh, do so with a little bit of zeal so I've been I've been there and outside of that man just you know loving my daughter loving my wife and uh Trying to trying to keep it positive. How about you? Um, that's dope. I, if I was in phys ed teacher mode, I'd call that your movement practice or your physical practice is what you are uh, <laughs> building. And I've in the, it just to kick it in the same way. Um, for the first few we- weeks after I hurt my foot, I was um, my homie Juan. He is a coach at Deuce Gym and he does strength 202 through an app. And so like he does the programming or whatever. And I was following along, but not doing the leg days because my foot was still super sensitive. Yeah. And so I couldn't even pretend like I was going to deadlift anything or pretend I was going to squat anything. And um, because I was on crutches. So I'm in... I don't even know what that would be, but uh, um, I I was using my arms a lot, right? And then I was doing a lot of pushing movements. The pulls are hard to do because you have to stand on your feet or balance yourself or whatever. Um, And so what ended up happening is right as we're getting into spring break, so this is like three weeks ago now, um, well, I didn't lift over spring break, have the garage, but, you know, I, I didn't I didn't use it and I was we were at the park and I went to swing on monkey bars which like that's why I do this you know like which I'm yep. sure is similar right exactly. but like uh, 
beyond the practical, like, I need to be able to lift heavy things. I need to be able to, like, move my family out of this place if the building's on, like, if the house is on fire or whatever. Like, and even right now, I have no doubt that I could put my whole family on my back and carry them out the door. Like, right. my kids are still little, so, like, I can still do all, all three at once if there need be. Um, but uh, it's to play, right? And um, whatever that play looks like. And... So I was swinging on the monkey bars. I was like, oh, my God, I can't even, like, my my right shoulder was, like, locked up. And I was like, because Juan and I talked about it, he's like, well, I would, I would really focus on those pulling movements, too, you know, because they're not as programmed because you do more. You do some pulling on the leg days with deadlifts and blah, blah, blah. And um, I didn't. <laughs> I hadn't done it. And my shoulder was imbalanced and whatnot. And so, like, over spring break, I was like, other than playing with my kids, I was chilling. And um, by the last couple of weeks, I've been programming more outwardly, apparently looking, CrossFit looking type workouts which is just like more metcon type deals they're they're very short they're five to seven minutes because um i'm still building up the belief that in my students that they're capable of working for that long um yeah which is these are high school kids right yeah they're high school kids i mean some of them are like gonna be one of them's gonna be a d1 athlete but like other than that you know they're they're kids and i want to make this accessible for everybody and so uh like previously we do we've done like like 10 minutes as many reps as possible but it's a partner i go you go so like got it so you get a lot of rest during that 10 minutes and there's four different movements, whatever. But the last week or so, I've been trying to maybe make them more elegant or simple or whatever. But it, it's usually just like a couplet and then ten, eight, six, four, two, or whatever the thing is. Right, and right. Um, I've been doing it with kids, I guess is what I'm. You know, and even like planks, I can do squats. I can air squats. I can do. I can I can clean a sandbag right now. Um, so like we have. Nice. The biggest one at school is 100 pounds, and I did the cleans or whatever. And as we've talked about before, that's not my <laughs> that's not my style of movement. I've like, if given the option, I will not partake in it. Um, right. The lots of reps of like a uh, <laughs> more conditioning kind of deal, but um, yeah, yeah. It's been nice. It's been fun. It's been like, I can do this right now, right? And otherwise, I'm not going to be, <laughs> I'm not able to get my normal training sessions in. I don't have right. time at school right now because I'm trying to do this athletics thing and I'm focusing on other things here. And so it's just been interesting, you know? It's, it's, and I think the cool thing is, is that this stuff will, evolve forever you know for both of us right yeah, like absolutely when i think you're a touch older we're damn near the same age so i think you're 30 right i'm 30 jesus christ um i think oh. i'm 31 i think okay so i turned 30 this year so we're around the same age and um i gotta find out what year were you born 
87. 87. So you're, did, has your birthday happened yet? No, I'm not 31 yet. I'm 30, so you're 30. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm old enough to forget how old. Well, your year's a little bit more tricky than mine. I'm 88, so. <laughs> um, yeah, but like when we're 40, when we're 50, like the right. game's going to look different. Um, exactly. But there's still going to be a game to be played, and it's called life, and we don't really get to opt out of it, you know? Um, yeah. And like, I don't know. It, it's just interesting. I was. I was talking to my students about it this week, right? Like, when they're 50, I don't want them to fall on the ground and can't get back up. Exactly. Or 60 or whatever the thing is. But they're not going to be able to move the same exactly as they are right now. Maybe they move better. But I guarantee they won't be eating the stuff they're eating, working out to the minimal degree that they do. And feeling good at the age of yeah. forty or fifty or whatever it would be for them. So it's I don't know. What are some of the things beyond strongman? What are some of the things like that you're you're curious about when it comes to movement practices? Well, so so first touching on yeah, what go you for said, it. The thing about movement for me is that there's always been an end game in sight. And that end game is longevity. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked about it on uh, one of the previous shows that you know I kind of had this uh, this run in with you know the the realization that I'd die one day. Yeah, and it wasn't just a matter of man time is short, as much as man, I don't want to be unable to move or to take care of myself or to enjoy my time with others Um, and so movement for me and I I wrote it down this week you know just in a sense kind of just jotting down a uh, kind of a mission statement for uh, for why I do what I do yeah but movement for me is um, functional for both life and sport. Yeah. So, and and I know the term functional is used and abused. It just depends on how you define it, right? Exactly. And so by kind of tagging in life and sport, I'm able to be a little bit more specific about uh, what what functional is defined as. And so for sport, I know that strongman is something that I want to uh, pursue and it's something that I want to um, remain competitive as uh, at uh, even even in masters divisions like I see those dudes and those guys are more impressive to me than the 20 somethings yeah uh, every time so you know I'd, I'd love to to be able to carry that over and so with good habits uh, outside of just moving stones and sandbags uh, with good habits you know I think I can do that for a while but uh, also Life, life was another one of those components, and so that is just the day in, day out, and even 
you know, things that, you know, you might not necessarily be able to foresee. So I talked to you uh, earlier about how, you know, my wife kickboxes. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I, I have this war in my brain where there's a huge part of me that is preparing myself for this really weird and doesn't sound it, it, it's not as bad as it sounds but just kind of preparing myself for this worst case scenario end of the world situation where it's, technology doesn't exist anymore. I mean I don't think like it's one it's not crazy because I shit we're you know a half a step and a tweet from it happening there you go you um, know yeah so um I I have this obsession with being a more primal man and not necessarily in the uh, kind of romanticized hyper masculine sense as much as well guess what if I don't have the ability to rely on uh, technology or um, tools you know I just want to be ready for life and so you know my wife kickboxes and so and she jokes on me all the time for this but uh i don't wear gloves yeah i'll just i'll just wrap my hands um because those gloves you got for her were dope by the way yeah man she uh she had a pair of those uh for anybody listening if you're a, a woman and you kickbox uh i actually have one right here <laughs> This is one of her old ones. Um, the design is fire. It's, yeah, this the white like gold the, and the black and the gold. Gold is Ranger. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, she. Uh, it, they're um, they're from Society Nine, and they make boxing gloves specifically for the female form. So they are. Uh, uh, a little bit uh, smaller and tighter fitting for uh, small hands and wrists. Yeah. So she loves those, and if anyone listening uh, is into kickboxing, you should really give them a, a try because she is on her second pair now. Um, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll just wrap up and I'll um, I'll hit the bag or you know another one, another one of the things that I was. Uh, considering while I was kind of jotting out my mission statement was you know running and as much as I I don't want to do it I have kind of fallen out you know out of love with it yeah it's valuable yeah Um, and it's something that can translate over uh, into other areas of movement and into life like I I'm looking at the cardiovascular benefits of distance running and sprints and so trying to find a way to put those back into um, my day-to-day uh, regimen and so I'm, I'm doing distance two days a week I'm doing sprints two days a week um, moving stones or sandbags or kegs two days a week and I am pressing 
once a week and or or what i call a uh, a push pull day yeah um and a um a raising and lowering day so essentially yeah, yeah. Um, i got you you know upper body lower body but just really trying to take it outside of the classic you know it's leg day sort of thing there's a there's a guy and i'm i might actually send you my copy of it or have one sent to you there's a guy called chip conrad okay he owns he a gym sounds like a cool guy he is a cool guy he's um he's a really cool guy um he owns a gym called body tribe in sacramento california okay and um his most recent book is called are you useful a free thinker's guide to creating a philosophy of strength and it sounds like that's what you're doing one yeah two um (laughs) he's a really so he has something and this is kind of going with the like older strongman but like for the non-trained person who is older and right. getting into it right like our like Juan has a 65 year old 65 year old plus GPP class right I've seen that. it's the like it's the most badass thing that Deuce does right in my opinion um and he he has something he calls the mom rule chip does right and it's, it's, would he trust a coach to coach his mother, right? Like his mother's, I think, over in her 60s or whatever. And if the answer's no, then your ego might be too big. You like whatever, whatever. Like there's, there's something maybe going on. Anyway, regardless, Chip is a dope dude. That's a cool book he has some other good ones but and he has a ton of but it's getting at the why right and it's digging into it a little bit deeper even like the uh, (laughs) the raising and lowering he has like a get back or get up get down kind of thing to it um like learning how to fall is another thing he talks about like that's I'm sorry, I kind of jumped in, but it, it, I, I pulled it up. I appreciate it. I pulled it up a, a few minutes back because he um, he's he's helped me a lot in like yeah. refining my why to the point where it's like I have an idea of practical, playful. Like for me, that's what I want it to be. And you know, I don't know. I think that it's easy. Uh, today to kind of succumb to uh, the peer pressure of the fitness industry and its expectations. Um, You cannot get on Instagram uh, without seeing bros flexing everywhere or abs, abs. You know, yeah, just, you know, dudes cut up to hell and back and, um, you know, pitching tents in their in their gyms or in their boxes and you know if that's if that's where you are in life you know if you can dedicate that much time and effort and life you know if you can breathe that much life into uh, your your fitness and pursuing aesthetic by all means you know if that's if that's what you want and you have the ability to do it, go for it. But for a 30-year-old dude like me whose priorities are a little bit different, you know, I've got a wife and a daughter that mean more to me than uh, 
my time uh, to myself. I've got a uh, a rigorous work schedule, and I also have other things that are interesting I, to you. Are interesting to me that I want to accomplish. Um, you know, my time for movement is is limited. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's it's unimportant, but again, I had to go back and really sort things out earlier this week so that I could, you know, hopefully work out a plan that would allow me to move according to my specific goals and needs yeah, and to be able to do so within the parameters that my life has set. So, for me, it, it doesn't look like, uh, you know, you, you have press day, you have squat day, you have deadlift day, you know, then you have, you know, bench or whatever. It looks like I want to do strongman. I want to uh, protect my family. I want to have a healthy heart. So, what that means is running, boxing strong man movements according to the timelines that I have set. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, and again, you know, adapt, improvise, overcome. I, I have to be flexible. And if I'm not, uh, then this area of my life is going to fall by the wayside. And if that falls by the wayside, other areas will crumble behind it. it. Exactly. I mean, I think it's like, so... Yes, we have a our backyard. It's like a freaking wildlife center. We just had a skunk walk by ten minutes ago. Um, a skunk. A skunk. Yeah, there's one that lives in the area. It's so gross. Um, <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? Shoot, I distracted myself with that comment. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that oh the mic uh i've found especially like this injury has helped me see right micro dosing of something right like even even if i can't get an hour workout or even if i can't get an hour training session or whatever um right now right um to be able to fit in what i can to work in the direction of it because uh i've heard before you have a lifetime be to be strong, right? Um, oh, yeah. It's for the it's for the long road that um, you know. There's there's so many good art, authors and thinkers out there. There's another cool guy that I kind of found chip through, or one way or the other. There's a guy called Frank Frenzich. It's all these alliterations in their names, but uh, he had a book. He has a book called Exuberant Animal and a few other things, but. Um, he it, like one of the thought experiments he asks folks to do is like what are you gonna do when you're 60 right like what do you want to be doing when you're 60 when you're 70 when you're 80 like what, what's your goal right and <laughs> on some beat up piece of yellow paper somewhere i have like i want to be still still able to move in the mountains i i want to die <laughs> like picking up a heavy stone or something like that when I'm 90, you know, yeah. that's, and not because it's like to be cool, but like, I want to still be doing stuff when I'm old. Um, the next, I think there's a couple other thoughts I have, uh, the, the sprinting thing, um, and running thing. Um, 
I definitely agree. It's easy to let that fall to the wayside, right? It's yeah. Not, yeah. It's not um, fun <laughs> um, necessarily. I enjoy sprinting. Like, I think that's fun, but I haven't spent the time or dedicate like dedicated the time or practice to actually get decent at it, right? I've just yeah. Yeah. S- strengthened the muscles and then, like, got faster but not worked at it, you know? Um, right. wh- but as I come back, that's definitely something I want to focus on um the folks that like power athlete and whatnot that change of direction and like just that sort of strength and um, ability is something that's useful right and that's kind of what it gets gets back to and the book by chip i think i I don't know if i said it yeah it's are you useful right um and tate fletcher asked the question uh how can i be more useful and i think for me the next step in the road um is I want to actually learn a martial art, right? And I think the one that makes sense to me, I'd like to dive into for a lifetime is uh, jujitsu. It it just, it makes sense to me, um, not being the largest guy in the world also like I get, I understand stri- like striking's dope. I'm not, but you know, someone's gonna be bigger than me at some point, and so, uh, right. I don't know. And as far as breaking up fights and things like that, I've found that some of those things, just like what I've observed, and then like trying, like Tate said something. He's like, once you put your hands on someone, you're responsible for them, right? You're responsible for their safety and yours. And so when I like break up a fight, my goal is to keep people safe. Yeah. And the be- the the way that I've been most successful is to just give them a hug. But imagine being able to give someone a hug and then like have a more knowledge, right, of right. how can this like holding someone turn into like a better situation for everybody, so that you have an opportunity to get close enough to like say it's okay. Calm down. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Um, but I don't know. I just, I think it's interesting. Like my, I think walking is another thing. Like walking might be like the most overlooked thing in the game, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> humans used to walk a ton back, you know, five well, miles a day. Yeah. I, uh, I remember when I first started reading uh, Starting Strength. Uh, by Mark Ripito mm-hmm. and one of the most glaring things that that I saw was in the beginning he's building up this this case for why we spend time in the gym and he's are you about to take about, shots at Mark Ripito by the way no okay. I <laughs> respect the man a lot uh, <laughs> I've just heard he'll go to bat, but continue, please. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Um, no, but he, uh, he starts building his case for why we, you know, even go to the gym in the first place. And, you know, the movements that we are doing in, in the gym today are to, in a sense, uh, mimic and help us to, uh, in a sense, get back in touch with the, the former, more primal man. Yeah. Uh, you know, where we used to spend all of our time, all of our time, uh, out in the elements, uh, 
picking up whatever we killed and, and hauling it back. Um, you know, running things like that. And now, you know, we have come to a place where a majority of our jobs are either on an assembly line or behind a desk. Like, even if you're not completely uh, sedentary in the sense that you're sitting down all of the time, you're probably relatively stationary unless you have a very, you know, active job. Right. And so, and, and none of us are just like going out, killing something and hauling it back to camp. Right. Um, Unless you're like, that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> for the most yeah. part. Uh, or, you know, building homes with our hands. And some of us do, but uh, that's not the case for general population. Right. So, moving weight, moving in general, is a way of being more in touch with that former man. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, you, you're, you're spot on. Like, even things like walking, the, the amount of walking that, you know, we used to do and the fact that now we only walk when we need to. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, if, if, if I want to spend most of my day on a couch, I will... I will sit on a couch. Right. Um, if I don't have to go anywhere, I won't. Or if I do, I can get in the car. And guess what? I can sit on the way there. Yeah. Um, and so even, even things like walking uh, don't have the, the place in our life that they used to. And so... Anything that we do is a means of um, just being more human, uh, as, as you would put it. So yeah, yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a thing, I guess. And I think the important part of it is like, which I think this is where some people miss the boat, and I've come across I don't know and you know what I will go for CrossFit because miss I can't I, I can be missed by some of their nonsense um they're like overheard press or whatever and like um there's some things that I've seen them post on there right uh that are not, like not insensitive and like babying people kind of way but just insensitive in like that you're going to push people away from even trying. And, um, I, it's hard for me to comprehend the purpose of saying anything that is going to uninvite someone to have a relationship with their body. Right. Right. All right. Because everything in our whole world is designed for you to not have a relationship with your body. This is designed for you to not have a relationship with your body. The computer we're talking on, <laughs> or well, I'm talking on, you're on your uh, whatever your phone, right? Like yeah. with the, the screens are designed for us to not have a relationship with our body. Our cars are designed, like everything is designed. And we've 
developed as humans a ton in our mental capacity because and that and, and our thinking because of that right because you good because of uh, you know the advancements in society yeah but it's there's no point in being an a-hole because you came to this conversation earlier or you came to it from a different place because and I know we said we're not going to get into it but we can get into it a little bit I think because yeah. you have access you've had access to things that allow you that have allowed you into that conversation more readily right um, right I, to to create the deal in a way that makes it to be this some elite thing it misses the mark in my opinion and especially if we're talking about his crossfit has his crossfit health thing now right which is like i I get what they're doing and it's important Yeah. yeah right but to have that running at the same time as some nonsense about um like overweight man decides not to do crossfit because he's afraid of hurting himself or whatever right i think is stupid right it's 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 um because on my end of the conversation in a physical education classroom right i don't just get athletes (laughs) i don't i don't get kids who like to move right and because our classrooms are designed for people to sit all the time. Our society is designed for people to sit all the time. Why the fuck would we expect people to not want to sit all the time? That's like, that's what we do. It's we're we've designed it that way. Yeah. Why would we expect anything else? And then to, you know, have the, the nerve to be like, yeah, we have to train to be outside of the gym, blah, blah, blah. And, the gym is $150, $200 a month. I'm not saying that, like, that isn't important, right? Because, like, some of my best friends <laughs> own a gym where it's about that amount per month. But that also allows them to have a living being professional coaches, right? Like, there's there's value to that, and I understand that. What I don't understand is being intentionally disinviting by being an asshole, right? And that... Um, that just doesn't make sense to me and it hasn't made sense to me and that's why I've been I've never like associated myself officially or unofficially with CrossFit and it's why athletics are not like traditional athletics I don't push in my gym because in my gymnasium in my classroom people um, because they typically limit the number of kids who are going to be the number of people who are going to get involved in the conversation. Right. And it's all well and good to like, and like, I'm, I'm kind of doing the the same thing just the other way. Right. It's all good to get on your, your high horse and whatever and say, you have these great ideas, but if you're, if you're only opening up the conversation to the people who have access to it, right, and who have whatever, because an obese person does not become obese when they're born, right? Right. Something has happened along the way. They have a story. And if you discount that by just making some stupid meme about it, right, you're, you're pushing them out of the conversation, which 
is just going to perpetuate the deal further. You don't know if they grew up in extreme poverty where the only access to food they had was chips and soda and whatnot, right? Because in some communities, that's the reality, right? We have liquor stores, yeah, right? And that's that's where people get their food. Well, liquor stores, fast food, right? And so I think that's a part of the conversation that while like is super dope that we focus more on functional training and that sort of thing, if we negate to have the conversation ever about access and whatnot, um, uh, <laughs> we're missing the mark a little bit, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, you know, we have to be reminded of kind of where some of us have come from. You know, I, I know for, for myself, movement was never important to me and neither was uh, the nutrition piece you know we grew up uh, relatively you know lower middle class and uh, spent you know the first half of my life in a trailer park and uh, I ate hot pockets and cereal all the time and ramen noodles Uh went to college that was my expectation of things that's all i knew right and so when you're yeah when when you are talking about a a fitness model a gym model or you know business type whatever you want to call it that puts an emphasis on uh, you know, we we have the answer. If you don't, then you know, better luck next time. Uh, get on our level or get out of the way. Uh, it, it it doesn't necessarily do something at all for the person who, like me, growing up, didn't really have a working understanding of of, of why I needed. Uh, you know, fitness and movement, or, or why I needed uh, to to have a, a, a good understanding of nutrition, and you know, even even today, like as as an adult, I have a, a very good friend who is a CrossFitter, and he and I don't see eye to eye on a lot uh, in regards to uh, to movement because. For him, it is, and, and and I think that it's this way for a lot of CrossFit is that it, it becomes that person's obsession, yeah. Um, and it is the thing that they uh, desire most, yeah. And for me, I just I can't put that many eggs in in, in the CrossFit basket uh, to appease the deity. Um, it's it's it's, just, it's a new religion. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, again, yeah. It's like yeah, like let's 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 preach this this gospel, and uh, if if you're not with it, you're wrong. Uh, in a lot of ways, so you know, I think that we have to get to a a, a more healthy uh, view of human movement and the variety of human movement, and not. Um, you know, funnel it all into 
the CrossFit model. There's there's so much that we can do that will make our bodies able right. for years and years and years. Um, as long as we're exercising wisdom, as long as uh, we are moving well, as long as you know we put certain habits behind <laughs> said movements, uh, you know, as long as we. Are, are sure to mobilize or to not eat like an asshole so that uh, what we do is effective. Um, and I think that that's kind of the direction that we need to go in when we have these talks about movement. It's not necessarily, you know, obese man fears injury. Yeah. Uh, but, dude, where are you? What can you do right now? Exactly. What steps can you take to make your body functional for longer? Do that. Yeah. And as you evolve as an individual, as you grow, as your skill set and ability grows, now what are you finding interesting? Now what are you doing? Um, and you, you, you kind of grow into... Uh, this this ongoing uh, conversation that you are personally having with movement, yeah, in um, your body, in the world, and exactly, and it it goes it is just a, it's a it's a it's a longer conversation, right? <laughs> and I, I think that um, it's easy. Like, there's a lot of value to CrossFit. There's a lot of value yeah. to powerlifting and everything. There's a lot of value to all these kind of things. But if we uh, if we're not careful, we can create a dynamic where it um, further perpetuates particular systems that have already existed, right? And it, we can talk about race, we can talk about economics, we can talk about geography, we can talk about whatever we want, um, and that, that like none of those things give people like permission to just like say fuck it to life. Right. 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 But if we don't operate within the context of our society, right, we're missing the mark. There's a a, a big thing in like the outdoor kind of world, which is uh, one of the reasons why, you know, I, I care about movement is because I like to be outside, whether that's like doing physical work or whether that's. You know, if there were mountains in Michigan, I'd be on them um, <laughs> kind of deal. But there's a thing, and I've been incredibly fortunate in my life, right? I'm wearing a shirt from Snow Basin where my, my family went, you know, I don't know. My my brother and sister live in Utah, and they go skiing and biking and all that stuff, like, right. weekly. Um, like, I've been incredibly fortunate. I've seen a lot of this country outside. And that's because of particular privileges that I had in my life, right? But there's a conversation, like if you look in the social medias <laughs> at all about it, where the conversation about outdoor activities is um, the conversation that is being told by those companies, right? Who like sell the things that represent right. that, right? Is not quite so diverse and it, creates a situation where people who um whether that's based off of gender economics race geography whatever 
uh, don't feel they're being allowed into the conversation and yeah. maybe feel intentionally disinvited to that yeah. conversation. Well, and, and I mean, let's, let's just go here for a minute. Okay. Um, I have a good friend who, uh, I mean, sticks out like a sore thumb in the strongman community. And, uh, he recently started, uh, his, his pursuit in, in the sport, uh, just because he, um, his, his girlfriend is a former classmate of my wife's and, uh, he was able to see some of my videos, uh, that I would post on, uh, my Instagram and was like, man, if you can do it, I can do this. Uh, and then to me, that was, that was a huge thing. Like the, the ability to, uh, empower someone to, to move. Right. So that happened, but this guy in the sport of strongman is a nature loving African American vegan. Okay. Uh, and recently his gym uh, in the Atlanta area was considering traveling to I think it was Mississippi um, for uh, Mississippi's Strongest Man mm-hmm. uh, to compete as a gym they were a bunch of the guys were going to go and compete but the promoter had the bright idea to put the state flag as a part of the logo. What's the Mississippi state flag? Guess what the state flag has on it still. Great. That's awesome. Those stars and bars, right? Uh, For those who are not aware, that's the Confederate motherfucking flag. That is the Confederate flag. flag. Uh, That is uh, still bonkers to me, and we'll we'll talk about that another day, but uh, the point here is uh, when our... uh, systems of movement either isolate people or alienate and so make you the other right so so my friend here is now texting me in this dilemma as to like i want to go i want to compete i want to be with my gym but the promoter doesn't see a problem with this that's crazy Um, and he didn't end up going. Yeah. Uh, but I saw videos of the contest of the shirts and it's everywhere. They're Confederate flags and white people as far as the eye could see. Um, and it's it's one of those things where like even in the sport of strongman, like for somebody like like my friend Terry, you know, it's not something that is necessarily made available to or I would dare say kind of even marketed towards uh, someone who looks like him or has his beliefs uh, or whatever his beliefs right Um, and that's that's just kind of another example that you know we have created uh Kind of these 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 bubbles and these cultures uh, around, be it outdoors or strongman or CrossFit. And if you don't look like said model, if you don't look like this, 
You or I, you mean? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, then you, you you don't even think to, to flirt with the idea of it. Yeah. Because obviously it's not for me because none of the people doing it look like me. Yeah. You know, that, that obese person we, 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 we kept talking about, you know, they're not going to go to CrossFit. Do you know why? Because you're... Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so that's why I think we have to make movement a conversation uh, and we need to uh, try really hard to be more open and less assholey about uh, our, our pursuits. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, let's just say it, right? Slavery has not been gone very long. Jim Crow is probably still a thing, right? And uh, while this is going to be a more um, deliberate conversation in future episodes about um, specifically race in our society... um, when if specifically talking about movement right when we create these spaces right, and we further perpetuate systems of oppression that have been in, in existence for hundreds of years in this in this society in this in this place right why why would we expect a different result yeah like You're absolutely and so in my opinion, one of the places that the conversation starts is with race and then maybe goes to gender and then it goes to, you know, other sorts of belief systems or otherwise. But um, if we don't have the conversation, if we don't address it and like our if we're not aware of it when we're trying to have these conversations about movement or food or whatever, then we're just going to create a bubble of the folks who have historically have, right, continue to have. And those who historically have had not will continue continue to have not, right? And it's not right. this, like, pity story. And I think, unfortunately, like, there's this... <clears throat> there's an idea in this world that, you know, you can pick yourselves up by your bootstraps, right? Pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. There's that idea is prevalent and it's incredibly prevalent in the world of fitness and health and all this shit. Like it it might be prevalent no more in any other industry than that. Or it's, I mean, education too, but like it's, it's everywhere. And what it does is it puts the, all the onus on the person. And of course, you are responsible for all of the decisions you make. But when those decisions happen in the context of a society that's been built in a particular way, um, it's... Why would we expect a different result if we don't do something to adjust the way? Especially as the people who have had... Well, as people who have had an opportunity into this conversation, right? Because... While it would make me or and you incredibly uncomfortable to go to that place where there's <clears throat> the Confederate flag as a part of the miss, I don't even know, right? At at, at that event, right? Yeah. It would make yeah. both of you, you and I, really uncomfortable. 
from the outward appearance, you and I could walk in there, minus our families, right? <laughs> and no one would say anything to us. Nobody. They would expect for us to be there, right? They, like we, we would fit right in. There would be no surprise why two white guys with beards and tattoos were at this strongman event that had, also happens to have the, 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 the flag, right? The Confederate flag. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's just important place, right? And if this makes you uncomfortable, folks, good. If <laughs> um, get used to it, there's more to come. Um, yeah, it's good, right? It's and yeah, because uh, and I'll, I'll just speak for myself, but I feel I have a responsibility, and maybe I haven't even done the best job, right? Uh, to speak in a way and act in a way that builds a different world, right? And right, that right. Um, brings light to things that have happened, right? So that we have the context, because if we don't have the context, if we don't have history, if we don't have these things, it's difficult for us to create new things in a way that is meaningful and that will create real change. Um, because... I love Juan with all my heart. And I'm like, you know, I love the discipline because discipline is is great, right? Everyone would do well to build more discipline into their lives. And this is not an excuse to not build towards those things. But it is an opportunity for a different sort of conversation to begin that addresses the the context that that discipline has to happen in because when you're making more decisions in a day it is harder to maintain discipline yeah yeah didn't mean to open this can of worms no dude it's it's fine it, it was inevitable and i think that you uh handled it well um as did you sir you're cutting out a little bit though Good. Your your face is frozen, but I hear your voice. My face is moving slow though, too. So I don't know. I think uh, as long as we're recording. Yeah. Um, yeah, we too often forget uh, the nature of, of things. That this, like many many other areas of life, is an invitation. You know, you, you talk about it all the time. That's just kind of like how we close out it's it's an invitation to a conversation and when we fail to invite by way of our attitudes uh our elitist um you know mindsets about things our privilege uh, it you know it it, it, it puts a, a terrible taste in people's mouths and they are either left with you know one of two options either I find something else or if I can't find something else I don't things for me yep um, and that's 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 a terrible terrible uh, you know way to you know kind of come at this thing with with other humans. Um, you know, we ought to be more open. We ought to uh, seek understanding 
and reason a little bit more, uh, even in terms of our pursuits of, uh, of movement. And that should be a conversation that anyone can take part in yep. at any level. Uh, we, we might not compete at, at, at the same level now, but are we, are we seeking to empower mm-hmm. motivated people uh, to kind of strive? And are we seeking to have that conversation still with people who may not be motivated right now uh, to, to understand their why, their current why, and maybe have a hand in changing that? Uh, I have had the privilege of uh, lifting weights on a concrete slab that is right below um, a two-story uh, duplex. Mm-hmm. And I have a neighbor who you know, lives a fence line away from me and above who every time he you know, gets home, I'm out there, I'm, I'm playing with a stone, I'm uh, moving a sandbag, I'm moving a barbell, and it started this conversation. I wondered yeah, about yeah. that. I really wondered, because yeah. I, I saw the guy in a couple of videos, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I wonder how he, like, what what is uh, that process? I mean, he's he's even, you know, asked me about, uh, you know, coming and, and working out That's with him That's amazing. Sometimes. But... Uh, one of his limitations right now is that he has Crohn's. Yeah, which is uh, a thing. It's yeah, it's a thing, and um, he's having to navigate um, movement in a way that he didn't have to in the past. He was, uh, unbeknownst to me, he was uh, one of the star swimmers at his high school. Wow. Uh, realized or uh, got diagnosed with Crohn's and. Um, hasn't really done a lot of moving is he an older guy no no he's he's about my age he's about your age uh but he hasn't done a lot of moving in fear of overexertion yeah Um, because the stress will could induce a uh yeah episode of it yeah so uh he and i have had have started that conversation and i'm even spending personal time doing research on training with Crohn's. Yeah. Um, because while he can't do what I do, uh, he can still do something. And yeah. I think that that is the, the, the driving point. Uh, one of the driving 100%. points of what we're getting at today mm-hmm. is we're all capable of doing something at some level that is movement related and strive to become a better, you know, version of ourselves. Uh, for this gentleman, the conversation started with him seeing me work out over his balcony. Yeah. And turned into, man, I really need to do that. I don't know how to because of this condition that yeah. I have. Um, and had I not been open, had I just kind of closed the door, Um, This tough guy moving stuff. Right. You know, if you can't do this, then, you know, don't waste my time. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I'm a part, and I I think that this needs to be said, I am then a a part of this person's story 
Yeah. And a part of their why as to why I couldn't um, gain control over that area of my life. Just to be clear, if he had been a jerk about it, people. If I had been a jerk about it, um, you know, I would have completely shut this person out. And that would have been uh, one more instance, one more reason, one more factor in why this person wasn't um, moving any weight or doing anything active. And now we have entered into a conversation together. I am taking my personal time to research his disease and hopefully try to find ways to, to start uh, working together with him. And, you know, he's a young guy. He's about to get married. And he's got his whole... Oh, you're breaking up, Anthony. One second. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Come on. Come on back. Try talking. Good? Uh, Yeah, I can hear you. You're still frozen. (laughs) There you go. You're back. Okay. He has his whole life. He's about to get married. Whole life ahead of him. Uh, he's about to get married. Uh, the last thing I want is for him to not be able to enjoy the years ahead with his wife or future children um, into old age because he has been limited. Uh, I have to be a, a, an engaging part of uh, this conversation with him and with with anybody else that I can uh, that you know you you can do it you 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 are capable uh, start somewhere get motivated more motivation will come um, uh, that's the reason I started strong man in the first place was yeah. because it was it was something that being six feet. I think I was about 140 at the at the time. Uh, I just I didn't feel capable of, and I'm kind of pushing myself to to try. Yeah, and that has just kind of snowballed since, and I want that for other people. But it's something that if they're not engaged, if if, if this gospel isn't preached to them, or or, or taught, or they're not invited. Um, we're, we're we're not only alienating people; we are uh, setting them up for future failure. Yeah, and then the and then they would be blamed for it. They'd be blamed for their failure. Um, yeah, yeah, that you just didn't try or you didn't whatever. Um, that's beautiful, man. I really appreciate you sharing that because yeah, um, I think that's that's. I mean. I think it's a beautiful way to wrap it up, but I think that's uh, also kind of the point here is that we want this to be an invitation, right? We'll we'll get deep on some things, and it'll talk about movement and coffee and life and marriage and money and all the things, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but and race and gender and everything, right? Hopefully, but that the goal is for it to be a conversation and for it to open up the conversation about things because unfortunately the conversation is rather limited and um 
man, I appreciate you. Uh, I okay. appreciate you sharing that. And yes, I, sir. you know, if I can be helpful um, at all, because that's uh, it's a it's a thing for sure, and it's a big challenge, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But. You got this. All right, cool. Well, do we want to wrap up the show? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So um, if you liked it or hated it, um, let us know. All right. Send us a message. Comment under the episode. Negative feedback is good feedback. Negative feedback is the best feedback. Um, that's how it'll get better. Um, at the Dead Man's Coffee Club. Anthony is at Anthony Fisher. I'm at at Tyler Clark Fleming because I'm an idiot and put my middle name everywhere. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is the third episode of the Dead Man's Coffee Club, folks. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Dude, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know.